We got a guest today, people. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. And if you're listening on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Click ding the bell, click the subscribe button. You're supposed to smash the subscribe button. Do whatever the hell you're supposed to do on YouTube. If you are listening on the, any of the recorded platforms, if you're on uh, you know, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever the hell you are, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on there. Keep listening to the episodes. And if you uh, want to follow the show on social media, it is at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. And you'll be able to find me there. All right, sound good, people? So just remember the Frankie D Show. Okie dokes. You know, I saw this uh, thing before that said, some dumbass said, uh, like, is it just me or does The Rock look just like Dwayne Johnson? Now, at first I was like, all right, is this person trying to fuck with people? Like, do you, you know, are they just trying to get attention? I, I don't know. It, it appears that maybe this person was actually just a dumbass and didn't realize The Rock and Dwayne Johnson were different people. I don't know, that takes a certain kind of stupid. Like, even if like even if you look at The Rock from his WWE, WWF days to how he looks now, you know, like, yeah, he's bald and he's actually gotten bigger. You know, I find that kind of funny. You think a wrestler would be, like, the biggest person, like, that, that particular person could be, and then after they're done being a wrestler, they might get fat or something or lose weight or whatever. And The Rock did, like, the opposite. He stopped wrestling, but he stopped wrestling pretty, you know, young. And then he gets, like, fucking huge. And, you know, I mean, just because he had so much more time to work out, I guess. Like, yeah, I know actors are always traveling and stuff, but uh, wrestlers are literally always on the road. But anyway, The Rock looks pretty much the same. He just is a little, he's just bigger now, but he was already big, and he shaves his head now instead of just having a short haircut. So, I don't know. I also saw this other thing before. This, you know, another person being a dumbass. Someone said when I was uh, six. Someone, this was a meme I saw. So, other people. You, you guys might have seen this. Someone said when I was six. Uh, my younger sibling. Something like that. My younger sister. Bro, whatever. My younger sibling was half my age. I'm 70 now. How old is uh, my younger sibling? And someone actually was getting, like, pissed, apparently, saying uh, 35, and they were saying, you know, they were trying to be cocky about it, and it's like, are you a fucking dumbass? Half their age, they're six. Three, three, that's three. That means they're only three years younger, and this person was saying 35. When they're 70, still half the age? They're five, they're, that means they're 35. Um... Yeah, so we we got a lot of dumbasses. I just thought uh, that was worth bringing up. I th- I found that pretty uh, funny and amusing before. You know, last week, uh, and I posted the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Fuck, I'm getting some noise in the background now. I'm sorry about that, people. I've been saying for like a year now. I need to uh, get a better spot to do this in, but I don't have a better spot, so I'm very sorry, people. I know. Anyway... I posted the episode last week. It was a show I did on AMP. Uh, the audio quality should have came out good. And, you know, it, I listened to it. It came out for uh, you people that listened on the recorded platforms. However, from what I found out, I, I mean, if you guys listened to it, you guys should have, uh, you know, you would have heard this. Because I was talking to someone from Amazon on the, you know, on the through the app there. Because I was using Bluetooth... The audio quality of my mic to the, you know, uh, listeners listening on the live stream was not the best. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't the best. So I was just like, you know, fuck it. I'll figure it out. Maybe get an adapter. Maybe get back to it after. But I was like, you know, this week and next week, I'll probably just do YouTube then. 
get better quality, even though right now I've got this noise in the background. Hopefully it stops in five, ten minutes. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, just letting you guys know. I guess the big way right now until I really find a good live streaming way I, that I like to do it, just make sure you keep checking the um, the audio platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google. I need to put some more on there because that is where I am the most consistent. Because even if I, most of the time, even if I have to miss a week, unless like I just really can't do it that week, I've done pre-recorded episodes that aren't on YouTube. They're they're only on the recorded platform. So make sure you listen to that. I did have a fun time on Amp though last week. I, you know, I got I'll be honest with you guys, it was fun. I uh, shot the shit. Still did a lot. You know, the same topics I would have done on here. Played music, it was a good time. But uh, there's still things uh, I wasn't crazy about the app. Especially having to make a fucking playlist every single fucking time that you go on, uh, you know, the app. It's like, you know, especially I don't want to keep replaying the same songs. And honestly, from the week before, I forgot what songs I played. I had an idea of the bands I played, but I was like, did I play that song last week? Probably did. I don't fucking remember. I don't know. Who knows where that uh, platform will go? It, I mean, it's owned by Amazon, so they got the money to really back it. It might take off. Who the fuck knows? It might not. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to uh, get into a topic now because, uh, I, like I said in the beginning, I have a guest today. Might discuss some of this topic with them. Might not. But uh, I wanted to get at least one topic in before... I brought a uh, guest on. The guest would be my friend Greg. If you guys have been listening, he was on an episode in the past. Next week, I should have a guest on also. Uh, so, yeah. Guess this week and next week. Then we'll see where we go from there. Also, next week, I don't remember the exact date. I, I could find this out. Um, that I started doing the podcast, at, especially because in the beginning, I think I did a few episodes, saved them, and then three out at like one time or something. So I don't remember the exact date I started, but next week is the 52nd episode. So there's 52 weeks in a year. So I'm going to say like next week is like the one year anniversary of this show. So yay for that. Woo. Woo. Big tits. Big tits. There we go. (laughs) All right. So uh, anyway, the first topic I'm talking about a, uh, Florida woman, she was uh, performing oral sex on, it's it's funny, the article here says, on driver, I'm guessing it's her boyfriend, I doubt it was just some random driver, or some Uber driver or something, and she was like, you know, I'm going to suck this guy's dick, you know, it's probably her boyfriend, uh, nearly bites off, bites his penis off when they get into head-on collision with FedEx, man, oh, not good at all. That's not a way, you know, it's like you think you're having a great time getting your dick sucked and then all of a sudden that thing might just be coming off. All right, so let's uh, read into this article a little bit. If anyone wants to check it out, it's just what I read off. The uh, name of the article is Florida woman performing oral sex on driver nearly bites off his penis, uh, nearly bites his penis off when they get into head-on collision with FedEx fan. Uh, This happened in Florida from what I saw, so, of course, it says Florida woman. Uh, so a Florida driver nearly had his penis bitten off by a woman giving him oral sex after he lost control of his car in a head-on collision. Not good. What was it? Like, were you orgasming and you just, like, lost control? Like, why, what made you crash that second? Because I feel roadhead is a relatively popular thing, and... I don't think you hear about many, you know, collisions from it. I think most people know how to uh, contain it, but were you, was it just, like, the best fucking, you know, blowjob ever? Let's see. Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue responded to an accident on North Ocean Boulevard and 19th Street on Thursday after the unidentified man crashed his vehicle into a FedEx van. Authorities told Local 10 News that the man lost control of the vehicle around 7 p.m. after becoming distracted by his girlfriend's sexual acts. I mean, that definitely has to be a distracting thing, but I don't know. Is it the first time? It does say uh, his girlfriend, so 
Not just some random fucking driver. The couple was found half naked in their SUV and can be seen in photos lying on the ground. Alright, so I, I do see uh, that must be him with his pants down. Why would she be half naked though? She's just giving him head. Let's see. The man appears to be in pain as officers gather around him while he laid on his back. The woman who had her jeans... Are, okay, so the woman is the one that had the jeans around her ankles. Why does she? Is that why they crashed? Was, she, was he, like, eating her out or something? No, eyes not on the road? Let's see. So the woman who had her jeans around her ankles laid face down on the pavement in nothing but her underwear and a white tank top. No bueno. The driver sustained injuries in his groin area, but otherwise was fine. The woman who was said to sustain mild injuries on impact, according to the star. Well, all right. I mean, so he sustained injuries to his grave. That's not good. But otherwise, it's fine. I mean, can you really say other, you know, was fine? He sustained injuries. It doesn't even say minor injuries from into the groin area. It just says injuries. Teeth just biting down into that. Ugh. The woman was said to have sustained mild injuries on that. At least she got... Mild injuries. Yeah, that other guy. Holy shit. The two passengers in the FedEx vehicles were said to be fine. Well, of course, they're in a big FedEx vehicle. These other people are in... Uh, I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's definitely not... I don't think it's a RAV. It's one of those stupid little SUV cars. Um, so they were said to be fine and sustain mild injuries. In photos, it appears the two were casually lying on the sidewalk as they waited for the authorities to deal with the crash. That literally is a head-on collision. Two cars just... So far, no one has been charged in the accident, and police have not released names. Bummer. Let's see what some people have to say about this article. I would have been okay. The wife lost all her teeth years ago. Oh, damn. That's a person from the UK. Apparently, they... uh, his wife has no teeth. so His his dick wouldn't have been bitten off. Let's see, this person said, somebody should have given him the heads up. This person said, highway head. This person said, maybe they were doing one of those TikTok challenge things. This person said, too many comments referring to this as head-on collision. It's actually a hard-on collision. True. Let's see, I just came to read the comments. I... Here, the driver came too soon. Um, let's see. She must have been amazing right up to the point where he lost control. And we'll read one more. The poor FedEx driver who now may be out of work while his van is fixed. I presume the police are waiting on his care in the hospital. I hope they thrown him in prison. I do not care about him or his girlfriend who seem a class act. So, yeah, that uh, sucks. I f- you know, it's funny, too, because I feel like you don't really hear about accident. Well, first of all, I want to know what her pants were doing around her ankles. Like, you know, why would, her, why would her pants be down if she's the one giving, he- you know, may- was there more going on to this than we, than we know? Like, they're just saying he was getting oral sex, but... I don't know. I feel like, you know, we don't really hear about accidents like this going on often, yet this is like a, you know, it's a thing. It's not like, uh, it's the first time this has ever been done. It's not like any, you know, I gotta look up now if there's been cases of this in the past. Not this very second, but if, you know, I don't, like, is there gonna be a stupid law on this now? If we find out you were giving, or I mean, (laughs) maybe there already is a law, but if you were receiving oral while driving, you will be in jail. I mean, honestly, there probably is a lot with that. You can't be distracted while driving. If you can't text while you drive, you can't get head while you drive. But, um, yeah, I just, the, the pants around the ankles thing is still throwing me off. It's like, d- did you feel the need to pull your pants down while you were giving head in a car I don't know let's see no comments about it okie dokes
That's fine. I'm going to uh, give my friend Greg a call then. Said I'd be calling him around this time. I'm about two minutes early, but um, we should be fine. Hold on. Setting up the phone. Using the Bluetooth. Don't really care if the Bluetooth sounds like a phone call with him since it is a fucking phone call. <laughs> um, one second. Here we go. Should be ringing now. Come on. There we go. Hopefully I don't lose connection. Greg, are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, Greg, you're on the Frankie D show yeah. right now. I called you a minute on, early. You called me a minute early? Yep. Actually, wait, you started the show a minute early? No, no, no. I started the show uh, 19 minutes ago, about, actually 16 minutes ago. Did a quick topic, and then I called you, but I said I'd be calling you at like 320 to 330. It's 319. So I called uh, you a minute early. You couldn't hold your excitement, huh? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> all right, Greg. So uh, let's hear. You were all upset last night because the Rangers lost a game. And, you know, for me, it's always uh, every Friday, Depressed Frank Friday. So you could join me in the depression now. And uh, tell me about your depressing Thursday. That might have led into Friday. <laughs> Is that really what you want to talk about? I mean, it's one of the things I want to talk There's a few things we got to talk about. You know, hockey is the least, most popular sport in America. So is it really? I'm trying to draw an audience, yeah. That might not be the way to go about talking about hockey. No, we'll just get we'll just get my audience into hockey. All right, am I allowed to curse? <laughs> no, you're not allowed to curse on the Frankie D show. On the fucking I'm Frankie not? D show. Oh, I, so I am. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you saying fucking, I, I think that was a... Oh, yeah, because there's going to be a lot of swearing, so... And once you start boring me with sports, I'll probably just cut you off and move on to another subject. <laughs> so you just want to hear about my depression? Anything in particular? I mean, yeah, like let's just hear what I mean. I was texting you last night, and uh, I mean, it was just very interesting because I was just like, "Isn't that just what happens?" Like I know people get you know upset when their team loses in sports, but you seemed like extra upset. You like you were like. I can't even think about like making plans because you were that upset about a team losing. I was like, what? So, you know, yeah. you're like extra upset. And I was like, that's a thing. Yeah, that's on. Yeah, that's a hundred percent a thing. That's like not even overreacting at all. All right. So let's hear it. Let's hear what happened. So, well, since you don't know too much about hockey, I'll try to like put this in, you know, simple terms, but imagine you have a team you're rooting for. And the game is about to end. Okay. And it's like the last five minutes of the game. And they have like an opportunity to win. And they like screw it up. And they, they pretty much choke. And then like three minutes later, so now like the game's literally almost over. But then like if I said the game ends, it goes overtime. But like two minutes before it goes overtime, they lose. And then and that, that's it. You got to wait another two days for another game. I and see. like... I sorry, keep going. Yes, yeah, so, and so pretty much now the Rangers are in the elimination. They lose one more game and they're like out of like the cup. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it sucks. So it's kind of like you know your team could have won, but and then you add the reps, which I I told you I was complaining about. They fucking swallowed their whistles like fucking little queers. But uh, but yeah, that was the other part of it, and then. Pretty much, we play again Sunday, and then if they lose that game, then they're out. Which obviously, they're a team that did not even like kind of underdogs. They didn't like you know they weren't expected far, but still you know when you're this far in the playoffs, you know you want to see every outcome possible. Like you know you don't want to just like lose because the team you know just choked when they could have done better. 
But now obviously the refs are not helping because like they've been a, they've been against the the Rangers the whole fucking series and playoffs and all that stuff. But yeah, that's the gist of it. The Rangers, they actually had a chance of winning because from what you've told me in the past and what other people have told me in the past, they suck every season. So I was surprised when you were that upset because I thought it wouldn't just be, a, it just wouldn't have been a surprise. Like you were just used to them losing. No, they, the, the Rangers haven't sucked. I mean, they've been in rebuilding phase for a couple of years, but the Rangers actually have been like, they usually make the playoffs. Like they're actually like a pretty, like, you know, good team. They're usually competing every year. You're probably thinking of like another sports team. All right, I thought I thought I was always I thought you and uh, one of our other friends from college was uh, always like, oh, they lost again, they lost again. Oh well, Kurt's missed. Oh, he's Mister Depression. So. <laughs> all right. So, but so, um, all right. I guess that's why I was even a tad bit more confused because I I honestly thought you guys were always saying that they were always losing. So. Uh, I was just like, well, shouldn't you be like you said? Like, I know it must be upsetting if uh, they, it looks like they were going to win, but I just thought you'd be used to them losing. But I guess if uh, they were a pretty good team and you're like, I think oh, you're, they might do it this year. You're probably thinking about the Mets. The Mets. Uh, maybe uh, maybe that is it. May, that could possibly it. Yeah, the Mets have been asked for like a while. I mean, yeah, they made it to the World Series in 2015, but like usually pretty crap. But they're doing good right now. Both the Rangers and the Mets. Both of my sports teams, Frank. New York sports teams are doing very well right now. And what about New Jersey sports teams? I, th- I think the Devils are the only New-, New Jersey sports team, and they're not that good. I mean, their future looking pretty good, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Frank, you know. If New Jersey only has one sports team, I and mean, that's all you need to know. When are they going to get one with a mascot pork? Or don't we actually have like a minor league team, a minor league baseball team in Jersey with uh, I, the mascot being pork roll? I have no clue. I mean, you seem pretty confident about that. So Hold on. Let me, I, I'll believe you. I'm going to look this up right now. Minor league baseball team, New Jersey, pork roll. I'm going to say the Thunder. Trenton, Trenton's minor league baseball team, normally known as Thunder, was celebrate its 25th year as a team by donning special Porkel jerseys every Friday night during the season. Porkel, sometimes known by wrong people as Taylor Ham, I like this article, is a <laughs> New Jersey specialty that is like Ham, but much better. Wait, so is this their... Yeah, I think it is their mascot. The hat has a, a Porkel with a face on it and a hat backwards. And Yeah, the jersey here says Porkel on it. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> we have a minor league uh, baseball team in New Jersey. And, oh. It's the, the thunder, pork roll. <laughs> Calm down there. It sounds like the fell in love. <laughs> My God, I might become a baseball fan. <laughs> hey, it's uh, pretty boring, but you know. Yeah, no, when you just said hockey is the, most, uh, the least popular sport in the United States, I was actually somewhat surprised at that because, like, I find baseball to be the most boring sport. I've, like, I'd rather watch golf, honestly. Than watch uh, baseball. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I hockey is my favorite sport. I don't understand why it has like the least ratings. I mean, a lot of people like on Twitter and stuff like that. They like to call it not a sport, and they're little dweebs. I mean, of course, it's a sport. It's more of a physical sport than than football, even. And like the players are actually grown men. Like in basketball, they freaking stub their toe. They're out for a fucking week. But in basketball, they they get a cut in their eye. They're into the locker room, get stitches. They're right back out on the ice. So all those people that say hockey's not a sport, you can go suck a dick. But besides that, yeah, hockey is very interesting. It's constant action. I mean, how it works in America is football is the most popular, then basketball, and then baseball, and then I think hockey and soccer are tied. But like worldwide, soccer is the most popular. Yeah, I was going to say, I was kind of surprised you just said soccer last because I've heard like soccer is like the most watched sport in the world. It worldwide, though. I'm talking like America. Yeah, and that's what my my uncle finds this funny, too, because my uncle, if I had a guess, he's not like a huge sport fan, but he's probably more of a soccer fan. But when people try to say to him, like at work and stuff, like like when uh, they're like, well, you know, soccer is more popular than football. My uncle, apparently, like he like kind of argues with these people. He's like, all right, maybe that's true, but he was like, we have the Super Bowl in America, 
that literally is like a fucking holiday, so, you know, like, that everyone knows, that, you know, so in, in his eyes, like the Super Bowl and football is just like, that makes football the biggest sport in, in America, you know, or just in general for him. Yeah, the reason why soccer is so popular just because it's played in like every country. That's, that's like the only reason. Like, it's not just because it's exciting to watch. It's because it's played in really like every country around the world. Like, not like a lot of countries don't really, you know, play hockey. A lot of countries don't really play baseball. But literally, America is the only country that plays football. Like, you know, usually in other countries, rugby is sort of football. But uh, because soccer is like, you know, played everywhere, that's the only reason it's so popular. I mean, if you sit down, like, I have friends who, like, love soccer and, like, they're really into it. And, like, you know, good for them. I mean, I'm, I don't really care what sport you're into. But if you sit down and watch soccer, it's clearly, you know, it's just boring. It's, it's kind of like, like, honestly, like, the way it's rated, like, baseball and soccer, both, like, equal, like, you know, amount of views, like, that's accurate. It's just kind of like, the only reason baseball, like, why I love baseball is because, like, kind of, it's kind of like, you know, a tradition in America, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like a staple and like, especially when you go to a game, you appreciate it. Like it's, you it, it, it kind of, it's kind of like you just have a, have appreciation for the sport. Like someone, if you're just coming into baseball, you're not going to find interesting. It's more like something you got to like grow up into. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm surprised then uh, wrestling, like as in like not WWE, like Greco wrestling or whatever, you know, like actual wrestling like that you see in high school. And mixed martial arts aren't like super up there because I feel like they gotta be in every fucking country, and and boxing even you know like Manny Pacquiao is from uh, the Philippines. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Tyson Fury he's like the biggest boxer guy. He's not. I think he would. He's from. He's British, maybe from the United Kingdom, but. Yeah, when when you like when that now if you're going into like boxing, you know, like uh, wrestling, uh, the martial arts, UFC, all that type of stuff, that's honestly like a different realm. Like obviously it's like athletics, but like it's not the same type of sport. It's like who knows? Maybe one of those. Actually, no, I, I highly doubt it. But like, I, I I mean, you can look it up. I I can't, I'm just like talking to like out of like my uh best guess here, but. I highly doubt even soccer like has less views than like boxing or something like that, you know, especially since you have to like pay for pay-per-views, which, you know, makes it even less likely that it's going to have a high number of views. Yeah. I wouldn't know what, uh, in terms of views, I don't know what it is. I don't know which one brings in more money. I mean, at one time boxing was like the most popular sport in like the, I mean, before like TVs were popular, I remember like the, first big radio broadcast was boxing and stuff. But, uh, I mean, definitely boxing has I'd been dying out since, especially once UFC came into play. Yeah, I can see that. But, anyway, Greg, what uh, what exciting has been going on in your life? What exciting has been going on in my life? It's not like you're like a well, celebrity or anything, so I really don't have any sp- specific questions to ask you. <laughs> do you want to hear about my uh, weekend? My uh, last weekend, I was in New York City till like six a.m. in the morning. Why were you? Th- <laughs> yeah, why were you there? So, in, you know, obviously, you know my friend Dan, which yeah. obviously for the audience it doesn't freaking matter. But I have yes. a friend. Don't say any last works- names on here, though. Oh, I, I should say the last name. I hate him. I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, he he works in the city, and he always like he thinks I never go to the city. I literally have family who lives in the city, but nevertheless, he's like, "Oh, Greg, you never go to the city." So like, he goes with me one day because he wanted to take me out to like bars and stuff in there because like he knows the city and like he's gonna take me around because like he knows all like the streets and all the places to go and all that stuff. Yeah. So after like wait, attempting but, to get me to go wait, before, multiple but, times before you uh, continue with this, and you don't got to go into detail uh, yet. If if the answer is yes, uh, but just like yes or no, did it feel like dangerous right now? When I was there, in, in the city. Oh, does it feel dangerous in the city? No. Okay, it didn't feel dangerous. All right, keep going with your story. So. 
after attempting to get me to go to the city with him like multiple times, I finally go and I'm going with another friend of mine. And so, I mean, so this is not too long of a story. Pretty much he's, we get there and like, we're kind of like making a whole day of it. Cause like it's like two hours to get there. So like we're going to central park. We went to the museum of natural history, which if you saw my snap, but like the dino nuggets, like this is what I'm talking about. I did not receive um, that snap. You dick. I didn't send it to you? No, I definitely did not. I would remember that. You know that. Oh, uh, that wasn't on purpose. So pretty much I went to the Museum of Natural History. And like on one of those things, they showed like the food court. And I found it hilarious. And they had a picture of dino nuggets. Because like, you know, the Museum of Natural History, Uh, dinosaurs and stuff. Yes. And I was like, I got all excited. So I took a picture of it. And I'm like, this is why you go to the Museum of Natural History. (laughs) You just get dino nuggets. (laughs) That is pretty funny that they have those there. Yeah, and I, I obviously, like, I have a, you know, it's, it's like an ongoing joke with me, but the dino buddies and all that stuff. But pretty much did that. I, oh, I, I had Thai food, which I know you're not, a, like, the biggest. Thai food? I had Thai food when I went there. It was called, like, it was called uh, Chai Food Kitchen. I love Thai and food. I had, you do? I was the one that showed you the place at the mall we went to. Oh, yeah, but th- this is, like, I got Pad Thai. I got Pad Thai. Like, yeah. not, like, orange chicken and stuff. Like, I got, like, real, like, authentic Thai food. Not, like, you know, the Chinese slash Thai food, you know, Oh, mix. man, you're going to be getting... Uh, people are going to call you racist now. Just com- just combining the two cultures into one. Keep going, Greg. <laughs> hey, no, there are some foods that literally fall into, like, the both realms of Thai food and Chinese food. Like, orange chicken it or was- something like that. Like literally, you go to the food court, you can get orange chicken at the China place. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't orange chicken. It was mango chicken, and I don't think you could get that at any Chinese place. I'm almost certain you can, or you can get something very similar. Well, maybe so. the I same mean, shit. I mean, I guess well, similar orange chicken you can get at a Chinese place, and that is a fruit orange, and then mangoes a fruit, and it's just, so. See, I, I similar, but still different. Right. I, I convinced you. Great, I convinced right. you. Right. Keep, keep, keep going with uh, your your city story, though. So, so I had so I had that, and then um, pretty much I was like, so I wanted two friends, and both of my friends, I I should have reached out to uh our friends in the city, like Isaiah and stuff like that, but. I, I forgot to, whatever, but I'm re- we're hanging out with friends of both of my friends that I went with. And, like, one of them has, like, a penthouse in the city, and, like, I went there, and we're hanging out, and, like, it's, like, patio and stuff, which is cool. And then it comes nighttime, and they want to take me to the bars. And then Dan, who I told you before, who's, like, Mr. New York, he was, like, you know, like, every spot. We ended we up going to East Village, which is a place in, in New York where, like, it's like, you know, where a lot of bars are located mm. and we get there and I'm like, so where do we go? And Dan's like, I have no clue. <laughs> like, pretty much the dumbass is like, oh, I know where we're going to the city. We finally get there. This kid's lost. Oh, so anyway, man. we had to wait for his friends, his New York friends, because he has friends who live in New York also, to pretty much meet up with us to take us places. And it's nighttime and bars usually don't close at 2 a.m. And we live two hours away. So now you can see how I was there till six in the morning because we're going bars to bar, and then we end up finding this one bar that was open till four. So we're there that whole time, and now and then we finally leave that. And at four a.m., they want to go to a strip club, hey. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, no, tits. I know." I, first of Big all, tits. not only is it super expensive, but at four a.m., you are getting the grimiest of girls. <laughs> like, I, I can't. I I don't even want to think about it. But I, I like. The thing is, like, I, w- I would love to say that my two friends, they were drunk. They were on the best ride of mine. But they really weren't that drunk in this moment. So, like, they were fucking morons, you know? So I, I had to speak up and I'm like, guys, you know, this ain't fucking happening over my fucking dead body. And then, uh, so, so now we're taking the subway back at 4 a.m. Oh, so that, talking about dang- that would have freaked me the dangerous. Fu- yeah. I, that would have freaked me the fuck out. I would have caught an Uber. So that would have freaked me the fuck out if I was taking uh, the subway at 4 a.m. Yeah, I, I run into a um a suspicious fellow what you, who who wanted money from me. What happened? <laughs> so I, I was we're like going in the subway, like you know, you got to go through like those things, like you got to use your metro card, to, like to get through the like the yeah the the metal thing, whatever you call it. Yeah, and yeah. this random guy is trying to like you know 
put money in his card and he's having trouble. And it's like, I literally have nowhere to go. He goes up to me, like he goes over to me and my friends. He's like, Hey, and you guys have like $10 and 86 cents, which is like very weird. I asked for like that exact amount. And I'm there and, and like, and, and I, I, obviously like I'm a, I'm a little alarmed at this point. So I'm like, sure. I mean, 10 bucks, whatever. Like I, I, if, if it got this guy away from me, I mean, he could have just robbed me. I, yes or no. I have no clue. I mean, the fact that he asked for that money, like that, that exact amount, like has me thinking that who knows, maybe he was telling the truth, but he could just rob me from money. I have no clue. Well, I'll never find out, but I gave it to him. He went on his jolly good way. And then we ended up getting in the train and now we, you know where the world trade center is in New York. Yeah. We had to take a train to get to the world trade center to take a path train that would take us to um, Newark. Oh, Newark. where our car was parked. Oh, geez. Yeah, and then you're yeah. in Newark at, at, at uh, 5, 6 in the morning? It, it was, yeah, pr- pretty much. I, I got back at 7. And then pretty much, it's, so once we got to the World Trade Center, I had a, I, me and all, all my friends had to take a major piss because we were drinking all night, and it really, we're all tired. But when at the train stations and all this place, everything's closed. And in the train station, they close the bathrooms because they don't want homeless people to pee in there and, like, you know, living in the bathrooms. Like, that's, that's actually something they do, which I never yeah. really, like, put together. Oh, yeah, which, especially like, since the pandemic. Me, like, yeah, but this is my first time, like, actually, like, bearing the consequence of them doing that. So I have to take a major piss. And, I, you know, I can't do it because the bathrooms are closed. So I, we end up, like, leaving that place. Like, and now there's a train that goes, like, comes every 20 minutes. We missed this train twice because we oh, leave the station. God. And by the time, time we come back, it's gone. So we have to wait another 20 minutes. But anyway, I took my piss in McDonald's. They had a 24-hour McDonald's. Was like, <laughs> which was our, was our savior. There was, there was literally like an, upstairs, an upstairs place that was like all the lights were off. And like, and like, it, like it wasn't being serviced at the moment Like when I got there. But I had to take a piss so bad. So he just fucking jumped up the stairs. Me and Dan, he took a shit up there. I, t- I took my piss. And then, like, you know, you know, like, how you feel when you, like, you take a major dump and yeah. you feel relieved. Yep. That's kind of how we felt. And then we got to Newark and then drove home. That was, uh, I can, I definitely did not plan to stay in New York City until six in the morning, but. Yeah, remind yeah. me to, I never go to the city with Dan. Yeah, he's a moron. No, that that really would have creeped me. Like, especially with, I'm, I'm it's good to see that you said it, it didn't feel dangerous, but, like. Hey, that city is like it's gotten fucking weird since um the pandemic. Yeah, I mean Central Park and like a lot of like you know you know Times Square and like um, the major you know in major places like it's just as it was. Yeah, but like I don't know. I've been in the city many times. Honestly, it, it did not feel any different to me. If I'm being completely honest. That's good. I mean, I'm, like I'm trying to come up with something, but it it felt the same. Like, you know, well, I mean, yeah, that was my first time being in the subway at fucking four in the morning. Uh, but, but even when the city was at its safest uh, in 2019, when I took the subway a couple of times with our uh, friend Isaiah, it felt uh, even sketchy to me back then. And then since then, now there's people throwing each other on the fucking uh, tracks there and shit. And yeah, I, you, you know, that shit, you know, that shit's fucking free. There's literally people bringing belts with them now. And shit like that, and tying themselves and rope, and tying themselves to poles there so no one could throw them on the tracks. But then you got other problems. Now, if you're tied to a pole and someone wants to beat your face in, you, you can't run away. You know. <laughs> yeah. Besides, like the one or two, like you know, weirdos that you're always gonna find in the subway. There's is literally like you know nothing, nothing major going on. But yeah, I I know what you're talking about with the people getting fucking shoved into the shelf. Into like oh, the yeah. oncoming trains I mean, and shit. Every, I, I, I was aware. I was ready to fucking beat the shit out of someone if like they even like attempted to come near me. <laughs> well, so, the thing is, with the people oh. there, you have no clue who the fuck, it, what weapons they have on them there and shit like that because, uh, you know, they, they have such strict laws there that yeah. they get all their weapons illegally. So you have no clue what they have. And, you know, people think that more strict laws will mean safer, but, I mean, it's fucking, you know, it could be scary there. I know uh, uh, Mike Montone, 
who, you know, I've talked about him on the show before, and uh, I tell people to check his show out. A lot of times now, I realize at the beginning of his show, he talks about the city and the Port Authority. Apparently, the homeless since the pandemic now are like running that place. They literally set up tents inside the Port Authority. Do you know? You know the Port Authority, right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's where you know people get the buses at and stuff. I'm like, the fuck? They're just like setting up tent. They're literally setting up camp there, and they're just living there. And it's like that. that you know, that's gotta be scary. You're taking a whiz. You don't know who the fuck's gonna show up. You know, behind yeah, you. Yeah, that, that that's gotta be odd. Y- you at know, the very least, with like the subway and stuff. Like, I, there were like a lot of guys like with guns. Like, there's literally like I saw like five cops. Like, and each of them had like an AR. That's good. Like around the subway. You know, hopefully if they would need to use them, they would use them. I mean, it seems like, uh, you know, because they're scared of getting fired. They're not exactly doing their jobs. Yeah, so. But, But, well, it sounds like you had a fun time overall to an extent. I mean. Yeah, it'd be nice, like, you know, let's say I was going to the city. It'd be nice if I was cold beforehand. That we were gonna stay there till six in the morning, you know, like when that just randomly happens, you know, it's kind of kind of it's kind of annoying. Like getting back, I'm not gonna lie, was a bit of a pain in the ass, and like it, it was kind of very uh, stressful yeah. a little bit. I feel yeah, like I feel like those could go both ways though. Like it could either be like when you don't know you're staying there till six in the morning, it could either be a pain in the ass, be like oh fuck. Or it's going to be one of those nights where it's like, this was one of, like, the best, me- most memorable nights of my life. No, yeah, I, like, I, I wouldn't go that far. Best memorable nights, like, going to a random bar in New York. Like, Frank, I, I've been to many bars. A bar is the fucking, a bar is a fucking bar. They're all the same fucking thing. I mean, like, we're, we're being honest here. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, some bars are, like, yeah, some bars have like you know like maybe pools inside, and like they have like little like gadgets and shit that make them like set set apart differently. But like a bar is a fucking bar, like you know. So this was not gonna you know be the time of my life. I mean, yeah, I had fun, but like it bars like they they're so fucking overpriced, you know. And depending on the bar, if it's too crowded, like I hate that thing. Like people say you want to have a conversation, like that's the thing, like. When I go to bars, like, I, I, I really have no problem, like, going up to a random girl. Like, I, I, I've done it so many times, especially when you're drunk. It's much easier. But, like, you know, like, when, when you're in a car and someone's blasting the music yep. and, then, but you're, and you're trying to talk to the person in the front, in the front seat so you can barely hear them? Yeah. And it's just with seeing the ass after the conversation. That's literally what it is, like, which I'm sure you know, too. That's how it is when trying to talk to a girl at a fucking bar. And it's just, like... No, it, it, it's it's you know it's just not worth it. Sometimes it's just like it's such a fucking headache. Like I'd rather like go to a fucking Starbucks or something and like try my chances there because first of all, I'm not, I'm not sure about you, but like out of all the friends that I know, very few of them like yeah you talk to girls, but like how often does like something come of it? You know, like it it's it, it, like I I know like one or two friends that actually like met someone like. And like actually, actually had something that lasted for a little bit from like meeting someone at a bar. I mean, unless you're looking for a fling, yeah, I guess that's like easier to come by. But like, usually, like trying to meet a girl at a bar, it's not like your you know best recipe for success. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are looking for flings. Though they go, it's like, oh, we're gonna get, you know, drunk, tipsy, whatever. You see a hot girl have the intercourse and call it a night. <laughs> have the intercourse. <laughs> that was the Frankie D show. Like, why, why are you calling it so, uh, <laughs> so respectfully, I guess. Cause I knew it'd get a reaction out of you. <laughs> well, it did. So there you go. Oh man, well, but, uh, we'll yeah. have to go to the um, city. I, I I told you about I I had a, I knew like it was I was asking way too last minute anyway for for my audience listening right now. I I was asking uh, Greg last night. Very and it was like late too that I asked you if you wanted to see a stand up show today for uh, the famous Jim Norton. Ain't too famous. I had no clue who he was. <laughs> He is uh, on Sirius XM Radio, Greg. Come on. Yeah, you know. 
I knew what you said. He just like bugged out for a second. He's on the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show on Sirius XM Radio, third Mike from the Opie and Anthony show, and stand-up comedian. But anyway, it's funny. Our you know our friend Joe, he's a big stand-up fan. And yes, he appa- is. He's appa- apparently, Jim is his brother's like favorite. I think from what I remember, he said Jim is his brother's favorite stand-up comic. Um. But I, I asked Joe a few weeks ago, uh, you know, probably not even a month ago, two, three weeks ago, uh, if, if you'd want to see him. And Joe was like, hell yeah. And then I text him last week, like, hey, you still want to go? And then he, uh, you know, ghosted, didn't answer. Text him two days ago, still want to go? No answer. So I was like, guess I'm not going. And I was going to ask you also, but I wanted him to say yes for sure first because I feel like whenever I ask you to go to stuff like that, you want like a third person there. Well, to a comedy show, yeah, I'd say a third person would work. I, knew I don't that. know, especially with like, I mean, David Tell was another comic who I'd never even heard of, but that obviously ended up being like a pretty good night. And he, he was pretty funny. Like I, re, I, I mean, I found him more funny. I, I found him more entertaining than you or Joe did. But and then I was also at the Stress Factory, and I was like thirty minutes away, not a you know, an hour and a half drive away. And I saw apparently, actually, I looked it up because I was like contemplating it. Apparently, this starts at ten thirty. That's the only show left. I mean, if Joe could have gotten you know back to me. Weeks ago, we could have had the uh, earlier. You, you think I wanted to go to a, exactly go to a ten thirty show? <laughs> no, but I mean, I I I, I don't know. I guess you just want to shoot your shot, maybe. Uh, well, I, I wanted to uh, talk to Jim and stuff because you know I haven't uh, seen him in a few years. You haven't seen Joe in a few years. Jim, Jim Norton, the comedian. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to him and stuff, maybe, you know, about radio stuff, but uh, I wasn't going alone. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're bugging out a little bit. Gotcha. Happening quite often now. Gotcha. But yeah, no, I just, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to Jim and I wasn't, but I wasn't going to go alone. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, that in the future, you know, if Jim does another show or another comic. I mean, I'm always down for a comedy night. I mean, you know, out of all our friends in college, he, I was the only one vouching for it. And of course, when like you know, college ends, then like it, it was funny. Our, our Cody, our other friend, was listening a bunch of fucking people. The audience doesn't know, but literally, right after college, he, that that son of a bitch messaged me asking if I wanted to do a comedy thing. And I, I gave him like one hell of a fucking uh, one uh, lecture because you know I don't appreciate that shit. I fucking vouch for that every almost every weekend and at college, and they never want to do it. It was a fucking fun idea because obviously uh, he must have done something because like you don't volunteer to go to do a comedy night or like see a comic if you know you haven't had just had a recent experience in which you were, you know were entertained by it or did something like that, but. Yeah, I'm not a big stand-up comedy fan. I know a, about a bunch of stand-up comics just because they're like the most frequent guests on podcasts and radio shows, so I know a, a, who a bunch of them are. I'm just not a big fan of stand-up. And, but, I mean, I'll go to a show here and there, especially if I'm interested in the uh, person. Like, Jim, obviously, I'm uh, interested in seeing. Artie Lang, I'd be interested in seeing. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm here to, I mean, I don't know, I, honestly, I'd, I'd more prefer, like, seeing it, like, on a, like, watching a special, a special on Netflix or something like that, even though Dave Chappelle's kind of like, eh, I'm not the biggest fan of him. Oh, like, that's a, that would be a controversial, uh, topic, because a lot of people, they, you know, Dave Chappelle's their fucking guy when it comes to stand-up. No, I, I mean... Maybe I'm watching the wrong specials, but like all the ones I've watched, it, it, he's not that funny. <laughs> I've, I mean, like I, last I, one. I don't know if I've ever watched a stand. I mean, I I had watched his, you know, his, the Chappelle show, and 
I've seen him as a guest on podcasts and radio and whatever. But the funny thing with him is I've always heard he's super good at stand-up. But when he's on radio shows and and podcast, like I don't find him that funny or entertaining. And I, I've heard someone say this before, and I think it's kind of true. A lot of like funny people, there's a lot of stand-ups. And a lot of these stand-ups aren't actually good at stand-up, but they're at, they are funny in real life. Like if they go on a radio show or a podcast, they're actually funny as a guest on there. And then the people that are very successful in stand-up, like Dave Chappelle is super successful in stand-up. Uh, and, uh, you know, Jerry Seinfeld it was, you know, super successful in stand-up. From what I hear about them, they're super good at stand-up. However, they're not actually really funny in real life. Like if you get them in a real-life setting or if you have them as a guest on a show where they could just be themselves, they really don't draw that many laughs. Yeah, I, I can see that because I feel like like when you do stand up, it's it's all like predetermined jokes, like stuff that you like had time to think over. Like for example, when I did stand up, like you know, like I, I had how much, how many hours like to come up with that. It's not like I just went up there on a whim and just randomly started talking. Yeah, it's like pretty the, much the people you're that coming up with. Like, what are you say? And the people that do that, like I remember when you did stand up, there were people that went up and they were like. It's uh no material march or whatever like that. And then they sucked. Like, I was like, you guys probably should have tried to get some material together because that was just sad. Yeah. And they thought they were good and funny too because you had people, I guess, drinking and stuff that were giving them laughs. And I'm like, are you guys really going to laugh at this motherfucker? You know, <laughs> like they, they literally, you know, they a majority of the people we saw the, the open mic night sucked. Yeah. No, with stand-up, like, even in general, like, Stand up, I feel, is very tough. I mean, obviously, like if you have something planned before, like you'll, you can get some laughs. But I feel like the best type of laughter is when it's natural. Because, like, when you're trying to force a joke, I mean, like the people they're expecting for something to be funny, you know. So, like, they're already like on guard. Like, they they want something to be funny. Well, yeah. Versus when you're out and natural, like their guard is down. So if something happens and it's funny, they're like, you know, they're gonna have a you know more of a reaction because like it came out of nowhere. And, like, so, like, I feel like natural laughter, like, in an environment that's, like, not, like, you know, made for that sort of thing, I feel like that's, like, the better type of comedy. But that could be why, like, you know, so, some people like Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld that you're saying, like, you know, maybe they're just not naturally funny. But when they get down with a pen and paper and, like, they have, like, fucking 24 hours to think of, think of jokes, I mean, they're able to come up with some stuff. Or maybe, like, the stuff that they come up with is not even theirs and, like, some other comic gave it to them. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and that's kind of why I've always liked, you know, and I've told you that before, too, with myself. Like, I'm I'm not a big stand-up fan because you're expecting to laugh. So, like, for that, for me to actually laugh, then you got to throw me off. You got to really, you know, say something. Because, like, yeah. you, you know, you maybe you could see where a joke's going or, you know, it's just like there's a feeling. And, you know, that's a big reason why, you know, I liked uh, the Howard Stern show, the Opie and Anthony show. You know, where the shock, you know, it was really the, they were called shock jocks. They shocked you, you know, it's like all of a sudden they would say, you know, and, and with Howard too, it wasn't necessarily that he was even funny. He was funny, but it's not like he was even funny. It was, he was entertaining. And I think that's more important than, yeah. than being funny to be entertaining to, for someone to just hold your attention and you get like kind of laughs here and there, but for you to get reaction and shit like that, like that, that's the uh, important shit. You yeah. know, in my opinion. And that's where, you know, there you had, like, Artie Lang, who is a stand-up comic. You just had natural comedy there. You just had people, you know, being funny, you know? Yeah, what that just had me thinking of is uh, you're saying, like, that's why you don't, you're not usually laughing with stand-up, which you, you already said that you liked mine. But I remember you said that the part that you laughed the most at when, when I was doing mine is not, like, the stuff I had planned. It was the part where I was, like, talking and then I just completely forgot like where to go yeah, with you it. Literally, were, you literally were like, "Wait, what was I saying again?" That's literally. Yeah, like, that was the part you left the hardest at. Yeah, <laughs> which was natural. Like that's natural comedy. Yeah, like I didn't plan that shit, obviously. And uh, our friend Joe, he had a friend who did stand up. I actually thought his friend did a very good job. It, like I, I still remember one of his jokes was something like. Yeah, so, like, I just started college, uh, or last year, whatever. So, he starts college, and he goes into his first class or whatever, and the t- and he sits down. Do you, rem- do you remember this joke? So, he sits down, 
And uh, he he's like, yeah, this hot chick sat next to me. And I'm like, and she says hi to me. And I'm like, or no, she she, does, she maybe she waves or something. So uh, this hot chick, she sits next to me. And I'm like, hell yeah, like my first day of class in college. And I'm already like sitting next to this hot chick. The teacher starts doing attendance. And, you know, it's like, Amy here, Mark here, you know, Vanessa here. And then it gets to me and it's like, well, I don't remember Joe's friend's name. We'll say it's Dan right now. Just, you you know, okay, Jason. So he's like, Jason here. And then it gets to the hot chick next to him. You know, Martha here, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah. so that that was funny. That threw me off. I, you know, you know, I was like that you know, that was funny cuz if it which I'm thinking it was true, if that's true, I would laugh at that in real life cuz I'd be like, "No way, you thought like that, you know, that transgender chick was hot." <laughs> so that, yeah. that so if they're like they're real life stories like that, then you know, I'm definitely going to laugh at something that like that, you know. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. I mean, that's like directly your type of humor, too. So, like, <laughs> yeah, but who's not, like, you just laughed at that. Like, who's not going to get a chuckle out of that, you know? No, yeah, I, I actually, I mean, no, I thought it was funny, but I, I definitely did not laugh as hard as, like, that's more your humor than mine. Like, yeah, I think it's funny, but, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, you, you told it better than he did in the moment. Like, when he was, like, doing his bit, like, he said it, but like he didn't really deliver it that well, and you delivered it literally better just over the phone right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really remember how he delivered. I remember laughing though at it. I was like, "Oh, that was actually like a good whatever you want to call it bit joke," because it's not even really a joke. He really is just telling a story, but that is something oh, yeah, that, that'll get people laughing. No, that's a hundred percent a real thing. Like, for example, one of my favorite comics is Brad Williams, and he's a he's a little person. I know and who he is. Yeah, yeah. All of his comedy, like he he played at the Stress Factory, like where uh, David Tell, you know, you obviously know the Stress Factory. Yeah, I, I he played there. Yeah, and um, pretty much even Kevin Hart, who like a lot of people love to hate, even though I think he's hilarious. Um, like a lot of their comedy, it's like actual facts. Like it's not like shit they came up with or fake. Like it's from life experiences, and especially what Brad Williams I was talking about before. Like he's a little person. Like, the amount of shit that he encounters in a day. Like, it literally, just living his normal life is material for him to, like, you know, give to other people when he's at the comedy bit. And, and Kevin Hart, like, a lot of his experiences about, like, all the bullshit he went through, like, coming up as a comedian. Because, like, he went to all these, like, venues and, like, all like all these, like, shit, like shitty, like, environments. And like, he was put through all this shit. Nope, oh, you just cut out on me. You still there? Comedy is just better when it's natural, when it's not fake, and that, that's pretty much just like the my point of view of things with it. For sure. Before uh, I'm getting towards the end of the show now, before I go, since you mentioned Kevin Hart, uh, what I find funny about him, you know, we talked about I, obviously Jim Norton and stuff, and Jim Norton. Do you know who Patrice O'Neill is? Our friend Isaiah got very into him. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I actually have a funny story about that. Unless you're gonna say this right now. Uh, I might, I might be sitting, be the one saying it. Um, but anyway, I find it funny because, um, Jim and Patrice and some other ones here, like they're New York comics. They were known as like edgier comics, that crew and Kevin Hart. I never, I never knew this. I never expected it. Kevin Hart was in that crew and that threw me off because, you know, I'm used to seeing him in like kind of kids movies and stuff like that. And I'm like, I can't picture him hanging with. Jim Norton and Patrice O'Neill, like that just, uh, you know, that threw me off. And I'm like, and maybe that might be why to an extent why people don't like him. Maybe like he didn't stick to his roots. It's like, bro, you're, you're like, you know, with these edgier comics one day and now you're doing kids movies. I, I don't know why people, you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of them, but I also don't really have any, you know, if I hate something, if I'm not a fan of an entertainer, I have no problem bashing them. There's just nothing for me to really bash him about. Like, it's like, I just don't really uh, listen to him. But the thing I, I was also going to say is maybe what you were going to say is, um, there is a, a, well, there was like a Patrice O'Neill documentary and stuff. But anyway, Kevin Hart's in that. And um, I think this is where I first saw this joke. Oh, no, actually, he said it. I, I, he said it on Joe Rogan, I think. He said this on Joe Rogan, I think. Yeah, um, I, I watched I watch 
uh, Kevin Hart and Joe Rogan. Yeah, so it's probably uh, the yeah, it probably is. And they're talking about Patrice, and uh, they Kevin Hart was performing stand up somewhere, and all of a sudden he gets a, th- a phone book thrown at him, and it, it kept Patrice yeah. Patrice threw the phone book up there. And he was like, what the, you know, Kevin Hart's like, what the fuck? And Patrice just yells out something like, start reading the names off of that. It'd be funnier than anything you're saying up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah What's that? Yeah, that I actually remembered that being said on Joe Rogan, but that's not what I was going to say. Oh, what were you going to say? So when, uh, they, they're, like you said, they, they traveled in a crew. And they, I, I forget what state they're in. I want to say L.A., but it could be wrong. And Kevin Hart had a house there. So Kevin Hart went out to do his comedy bit, whatever. He's coming back home. And, like, Patrice O'Neal and other people are, like, staying at his home. Or, like, maybe just Patrice O'Neal because, like, he just needs a place to stay. And he's going in the house. And he's just going, like, he's, he goes to his wife. He's like, hey, where's Patrice? And, like, she's like, I have, I have no clue. And so, see, so he, he's walking through. He goes through another door. He opens the door and Patrice O'Neill is full out whacking off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I've heard the story, yeah. Yeah, something on the projector. And the funniest part is, like, Patrice looks back. He's like, what are you doing? Get out of here. Like, usually most people, like, when they get caught doing something like that in the act, like, they'll stop. But he just full on went go. He, like, kept going. He was like, <laughs> get the hell out. Get the hell out. <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah, and obviously, like, you know, Kevin Hart will do the story more justice than like I ever can because like I don't remember all the details, but like that's something that I'll definitely remember for like whenever you mention Patrice O'Neill's name. <laughs> yeah, Patrice was a legend. I mean, it's upsetting he uh, died so early. I can't. If he was still around, holy shit, I feel like he would have blown up because of the internet. Yeah, I know he had a lot of like talking about like women, you know, and like in like bad regards stuff like that, which you know. <laughs> And not to say that that's right or not, but it's definitely funny. He'll go up to the comic stand and be like, you know, people, women, they're just bitches. <laughs> and it's like the whole, yeah, the whole crowd just goes up in laughter. <laughs> yeah, he was great. He was on the Opie and Anthony. I mean, he was like, you know, best friends with Jim Patrice. And he, he got very popular on the Opie and Anthony show. That's just where they kind of let him talk and be him. And that's where he really got, uh, it seems like that's where he really got uh, you know, big. Yeah. That was funny. Cause yeah, cause they actually would like, I have a lot, a lot of, this is from the Joe Rogan show of course again, but like they would have like poker games and like this normal hangouts. And it wasn't just all the Patrice O'Neill, but like other like famous comics. I can't remember the names, but Kevin Hart was like, he was like the new kid in the block and they would just like insult this kid. And like, we because they're all these trash talkers and, Ke- and Kevin Hart was saying like yeah part of the- watching really like Patrice I love his guys has made me immune to all of this stuff and doesn't even compare <laughs> I'm not funny too but I I honestly you cut out so much in that I barely even heard <laughs> what you said so. oh did I well but it, it doesn't uh, really matter we're actually Getting to the end of the show now, Greg. All right, Frank. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, any last words, Greg, before uh, I let you go and I end the show? Uh, let's go Rangers. They better win Sunday. All right, there you go. Here's some words for you. Big tits. Big tits. All righty. What the hell is that? <laughs> what? What the hell was that? You couldn't hear it? Big tits. Who said that? Oh, that's Mike Montone. Big tits. Big tits. Oh. <laughs> I guess that's one way to close the show. That's right. <laughs> All right, Greg, thanks for letting me call you. I uh, didn't really feel I had great topics today. I talked about one topic, so I, I was like, uh, I, I, I bet I, let's do a phone. I barely do phone calls or guests on here, so I was like, let's do a phone call again. Yeah, we had fun. I feel like our conversation was so much, somewhat entertaining. Of course, I thought it was good. If I didn't, I would have just cut you off and said, "Whoops, sorry, phone connection was bad." Uh, I would never gotten through with you again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg. I will catch you around then. All right. See ya. Peace. All right, everyone. Greg is now off. 
the phone. Time to get the real show started. No, I'm joking. I got to go. Um, I hope you guys found our conversation uh, entertaining. Like I just said to him, I really didn't have any time. To- uh, you know, I had topics. I had stuff to talk about, but... I was like, eh, are these really that entertaining? I barely do any calls. I was like, maybe a call is a good switch up today. I will be doing another call next week. All right, so uh, for everyone listening on YouTube right now, make sure that you subscribe on YouTube, ding the bell, do whatever you got to do. If you're listening on uh, the any of the recorded podcast uh, podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, Podbean, any of those, make sure you follow me on there and keep listening. And if you want to follow the show on uh, social media, Instagram and Twitter, it's at the Frankie D Show. All right. And uh, for you people that have listened today, if um, I'm hoping the chat was working. I know the chat some weeks works, some weeks doesn't. So uh, if you were trying to say stu- stuff and I couldn't see it, sorry about that. But alrighty, I am out. I should be back next Friday live at um, 3 p.m. Eastern. All right, sound good? Peace.